Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. All I know is this man is food for my eyeballs when I'm starving in the desert for 30 days. <laughs> it's like the best meal you've ever had. When you feast your eyeballs on Michael Maroney, I mean, that right there, I'm just like, holy shit, tall, dark, and handsome. And I will say that Stranger bears a marked resemblance to him. I got the flow going. And I did, and I peed like all over his chest, and I I really had to pee, so it was a good long substantial pee, and he enjoyed it. He really liked it, and it was quite convenient because you know there he is in the shower. You just rinse off really fast. We jumped back out, wiped our toweled ourselves off, you know, ran back into the bedroom. Everything that man did to me felt amazing. It felt like I'd never had it done before, and some of the stuff he did, I had never had done before. I was hypersensitive to everything, his touches, the strokes, the positions he put me in, the angles. I mean, this guy knows his angles. He must have done well in geometry. I I don't know. It's hard to explain. But it was like, whoa, what is that? What is that? What is that? And I remember just like thinking like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I mean, I'm I'm going to lose it. You know, like, I'm just going to lose it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have some fun stuff to talk about. Did, first of all, though, did you guys get a chance to listen to Saturday's episode? That was 377 with Billy Proceda, the man whore. You know, I have been a big fan of his for a long, long time. When I first started doing this, of course, I zeroed in on when you're looking for other podcasts that are similar to yours and in your genre. I found his a long, long time ago. And, you know, his podcast has been going now for nine years and mine has been going for seven. So we're kind of like veterans in this, in the sexuality genre. But his is sort of a similar format, guys. Really interesting. He started his podcast with talking about going back and interviewing women that he had been dating and and getting out of them, like, why didn't it work out? And or woman he was seeing casually and things like that. And so very interesting guy. Just I feel I found him. First of all, he's funny as hell. He's a comedian as well. He does like a naked stand up thing. And he continues to date and just has interesting guests. And anyway, I just can't say enough about him. And he's been on my list to interview for a long, long time. So it was very exciting for me to get the chance to interview him too, and then be on his show as well. So definitely guys, you want to check out the Man Whore podcast, or if you're in New York, go see one of his shows. I'm going to go try to see his naked, next naked comedy show, which I think is in June or July. He said, I can't remember, but I was just like, I've got to go. I've just got to go. So, you know, maybe I'll put the word out that I might be there. And, and I think the first two rows are for people that want to, it's like clothing optional. So of course I said, yeah, I want to be in the first two rows. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Oh, 
Gosh, there's just so many funny things. Now I'm thinking of these follow-up questions. Like what happens if he sees an attractive woman in the audience and gets a boner? (laughs) I should have asked him that. What happens in that instance? Well, maybe he'll become a listener of my show and he'll hear me ask this question and he will answer it for me. But anyway, guys, definitely check him out. Such a fun interview. Really, really interesting guy. I love how just self-aware he is and uh, all the stuff that he's doing. So I also want to remind you guys, hey, don't forget, if you purchase from one of my sponsors, that means an ad that's playing that you hear on an episode, one of my active sponsors, if you purchase from them, I will give you a big fat thank you with a free seven-day trial to my private podcast. Super simple, guys. All you have to do is email me your proof of purchase. That means a screenshot or an email confirmation that you paid. It has to be paid, guys. If someone's offering like a free trial, that's not that that's not what I mean. I mean, if you actually take money out of your wallet and support them with a purchase, I will give you a big old thank you. So a lot of you have been taking me up on that. I hope you're enjoying it. I know there's lots of fun, juicy stuff in there. It's only going to get better because pretty soon I'm launching the community, Curious Community, which is going to have a lot, lot more content. So, you know, I do have seven years worth of uh, crazy, sizzling, hot, sexy debauchery. So that's where you can find the rest of that that I've been sort of hiding away. But I'll be there in the community. All right, guys, easy, just easy to do. Reach out with an email screenshot, proof of purchase, send it to thecuriousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. That's my email. Love to hear from you. Okay. There's been a lot of uh, pushback, not pushback, I shouldn't say, but rather feedback from last Tuesday's episode, which I know was kind of unusual. I usually don't throw in where the whole episode, I think that's probably the first time I've had to change someone's voice for the whole entire episode, including mine. And it was interesting when I had the editor doing it, you guys, I had him go lower at first. I don't know why I didn't make, I, it dawned on me that after I heard it, that it'd be better to go higher because really it's his voice I was trying to disguise. But I'll tell you what, if I ever wanted to know if I decided to switch genders, what I would sound like as a man, (laughs) I sounded pretty weird. And, you know, it was very low like that. And just, I sounded very, very odd. Just didn't sound like me at all. So I, and it wasn't disguising, you know, to disguise a man's voice, it, I kind of dawned on me like, hey, why do why does it still sound so much like him? It's because I just made his deep voice already a little bit deeper. And that doesn't, it doesn't quite change the recognition value, I guess. So we had to go the other way and raise our voices. And so there, I, therefore I sound even more girly or mini mouse like, and so does he. So I get that listening to it, listening to our sexy talk when we're sounding like we've been sucking on helium is a little funny. Like if I actually listen to it and I usually don't listen to my own recordings because it drives me crazy. I can't, I can't stand to listen to me. I don't know how you guys do it. But so we did, we did change. I had to change the pitch and uh, to, to disguise his voice, but 
This episode is going to be about what actually did happen after the recording ended, because, you know, that's really when all the good, hot, sexy stuff happened. But but before I start that, I want to read to you somebody on Tumblr, a follower on Tumblr, sent me this message, and <laughs> I felt that I needed to... I. It, I thought it was kind of funny and I wanted to put it out there. I figured, well, maybe if he's thinking this, other people are. But because I don't think I, I gave it the proper context, I want a chance to answer the question and then, you know, kind of give the proper context for all of this. Now, uh, so here's what um, here's what Retribution 22 says. He says, listening to the stranger in bed, I have to say that just listening to him, if he was a female and I was interviewing her, I would have lost all attraction. Maybe my bar for intellect is higher, but he annoyed the fuck out of me. He won't taste his own cum, so he's never kissed the girl that just blew him. He didn't sound like a dominant, as he stated, as much as he sounded like he was and he was insecure of his masculinity. I enjoyed listening to you and have followed you for seven or eight years, but found it so disappointing at the end when you came back on and revealed that you fucked him. Was he in his twenties? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So much to unpack here. Well, he, no, he, first of all, he's very intelligent. Uh, and that's one of the things that attracts him you know, tracks me to him is that we had a lot of conversation, multiple conversations, you know, prior to this and to the being in bed, we had conversations and we really got into a lot of stuff. I mean, he's very deep. He's very spiritual. He's very smart. Again, now imagine we've also changed his voice. And one thing you don't know about him, and I try not to give out too many details, but first of all, English is not his first language. He, he just learned it basically from being here and started a successful business, very successful, and is killing it. And in an industry that I happen to love and know very well. And so that was kind of our immediate connection was, you know, like, oh my gosh, we both do this, which is very entrepreneurial and very, we, we understood each other instantly because it's a certain kind of personality type that can, that can do what we have both done. And it's hard and, you know, it's just hard to do. I feel kind of extra special because I'm a female in that industry and not many, it's not, it's mostly male dominated. So I just was, you know, there was, there was a good, there was a good connection. And so, I mean, you know, like I said, anybody that comes over here from another country learns English quickly. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. And comes over here and makes a big success out of themselves financially. Like uh, when, when we have people that l grow up and live here their whole lives and don't take advantage of all the abundance that we have. I mean, I'm sorry, but I have to take my hat off to him. And, uh, and, and you know, no, he's not in his twenties. He's older than that. And, you know, not in his twenties. I, I don't want to say his age again, because I'm just trying to limit the details, uh, you know, to respect his privacy. And he, you know, he's not afraid of his masculinity or, you know, insecure about his masculinity. I, you know, if you caught in the conversation there, and it might've been quick because, you know, we were both talking over each other a little bit, 
because I wasn't holding myself back like I would normally in a typical interview. I get excited. I was talking to him the way I talk to somebody and I, I do interrupt people and I do cut them off, especially if I like you, because I'm just so excited to engage with you. And it's not, it, you know, it can be annoying that I do that, but it's not on purpose. And I mean, there's been a few times when I use it to annoy somebody, but... <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, that person knows, he knows who he is, but, um, I don't, as a general rule, I, you know, I, I try to be put together and, you know, when I'm interviewing somebody and not run over their words, but we were running over each other's words. And the one thing I ran over that you guys may have missed was that he talked about his experience with a transsexual. So, you know, this is, if you're not into, you know, if you're not, strong enough to say I, or grounded enough to say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm safe and secure in my masculinity. And I also don't mind sharing that, you know, I've been with a transsexual and been fucked in the ass by a transsexual. I mean, I, I don't know that, that <laughs> I got to figure you're pretty secure to be talking about it. I call me crazy. I'm not sure. Anyway. So I don't know if, if I'm going to, if this, if I'm going to turn this, this lovely listener's opinion around about stranger, but I will, I just hope that you will give him the benefit of the doubt because there will be more episodes about him. And I just hope that you, uh, <laughs> you'll warm up to him. Maybe you'll see it a different light. I certainly have. There's been times I, first time I met somebody or listened to something, I was like, Oh, I don't like them. And then you know, you end up, they end up uh, growing on you. So I'm going to hope that that is the case. But I also want to thank you, Retribution22, for listening for as long as you have. That's fantastic. And a little bit embarrassing, my God, when I think about those early episodes in year one and the crazy, stupid shit, like no editing and just firing off two or three episodes a day and then you won't hear from me for weeks. I mean, it was really just, it was really the intention that it was, which was nothing more than me documenting what was going on and everything that this was bringing up on me. And if I had a stupid thought or a crazy thought, or I was going to talk about it and I was going to record it and I was going to release it as an episode. And that was that. <laughs> so anyway, if you've put up with me all these years, sweetheart, you can definitely, you, stranger will grow on you because he is a good guy and I really like him. He's sexy and adventurous and wants to, you know, just he's, he's a gamer. He's a, he's a yes guy, you know, like where I'm a yes girl, you know, we're just like, do you want to do this? Yes. Do you want to do that? Yeah. 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 I mean, I like people that will jump in the deep end with both feet and, and we'll figure it out on the way down. Like we don't need to actually have a clear definition on where we're going. It's just like, get in, let's have some fun. And you can, we'll ride the ride as long as we want to. And I like that. So Let's uh, let me continue to talk about Stranger. Well, obviously his name is going to be Stranger. Now first, so I can set the stage, let me tell you, it was bothering me for the longest time. I'm like, who does this guy look like? Who does he freaking look like? Because he looked like somebody. And you know when somebody looks like somebody and you're, you're racking your brain, you're like, who is it? Who the fuck is it? Okay. It just popped up on one of my feeds. I don't know if it was social media. I think it was Tumblr, actually, as I was reading this question. And then I jumped back on my, you know, on my main feed there. And there was a picture of Michael Maroney. I don't know if you guys know who that is. That is the guy. That is the fucking smoking hot, gorgeous hunk of a man that is in that awful movie, 365 Days. 
The movie was poorly written. However, I could watch it over and over and over again because he is so sexy. I'm not going to speak to his acting abilities. I'm not going to say he's good or bad. I, you know, I'm not going to, all I know is this man is food for my eyeballs when I'm starving in the desert for 30 days. (laughs) It's like the best meal you've ever had. When you feast your eyeballs on Michael Maroney, I mean, that right there, I'm just like, holy shit, tall, dark, and handsome. And I will say that Stranger bears a marked resemblance to him. I mean, it. when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, that's who it is. That's who he, that's what's been bugging me. He looks like him and just... He's sexy. Oh my gosh. Stranger is sexy. He's just, he's got beautiful skin and, and eyes and just faces symmetrical. And I mean, like all the weird little things that I kind of like zero in on and he's handsome as fuck and he is a good fuck. So now that I've set the stage for what Stranger looks like, Let's get into what he does. First of all, when I ended that episode, I did say that one of us got peed on. Who do you think it was? Who do you think peed or was the P-E? Who was the P-or and who was the P-E? Okay, I was the giver. (laughs) I ended up, it ended up after we finished that recording. It was like, come on, let's, we just jumped out of bed. We ran into the shower Turned it on. At first, I was I had that stupid idea. I'm like, well, because I've never peed on anybody. So I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> How do I do it? And I don't have a penis. So aiming is a little bit of a problem, right? You know, it's just going to be like, a big, it's just going to be coming out like, like a shower. So for some reason, I originally said in the recording, last Tuesday's recording, oh, let's just, I'll sit on you, you know, or I'll sit on you on, on top of the toilet. Well, that was stupid. I don't even know why, why I thought about that. So we jumped in the, I turned on the hot water. We jump in the shower. And I think that was right when I realized that, you know, again, yes, men and women have have differences of opinion on how hot a hot shower should be. I like it scalding, like, so it's like the temperature of the sun burning your skin off. He didn't want his skin burned off. Totally understandable, especially while someone's trying to pee on you. You want to be able to enjoy the pee, the pee stream, whatever. So we get in there and I'm standing there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, and he's kind of like crouching down, you know, like, and I'm going like, oh my God, I'm thinking, don't, is this, where's he going to, where's he going with his mouth? Like, that's what I'm thinking, like, where is he going with his mouth? He did not go down to mouth level, thank goodness, because I was a little nervous about that. But I mean, if he would have wanted me to, I would have, but he, you know, he got, he, he got right down to kind of like his chest level. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. So I, you know, I'm trying to pee, I'm trying to pee, and all of a sudden I'm just like, oh my God, like I can't pee. I'm having stage fright. 
But it finally, I finally, you know, so I reached over and around and I just made sure that I stuck my finger right into that hot water and boom, it finally, I finally got, you know, I got the, uh, I got the flow going and I did and I peed like all over his chest and I, I really had to pee. So it was a good, long, substantial pee and he enjoyed it. He really liked it and it was quite convenient because, you know, there he is in the shower. You just rinse off really fast. We jumped back out, wiped our, toweled ourselves off, you know, ran back into the bedroom and, uh, had a good laugh about it. And it was, and, and we were kissing and being playful and you know what? It was, I have to say it was very erotic. Now, Mr. Big has told me that he's been peed on too, and he enjoys it. And I'm like, well, something we never, he and I never did because he didn't tell me that till like way late in our relationship. And I was just like, why didn't you tell me that sooner? Anyway, we never, I never ended up peeing on him, but definitely, uh, I would. <laughs> and it, and I, and it was fun and I, stranger like totally enjoyed it. I'll tell you the one thing I super enjoyed about him is the kissing. We, okay. After our session, we both were just like, what was that? I mean, because we had crazy chemistry, every, everything he did, everything that man did to me felt amazing. It felt like I'd never had it done before. And some of the stuff he did, I had never had done before. And it was giving me orgasm after orgasm. And even when I wasn't having an orgasm, the pleasure that I was getting from everything that he was doing was, it was like, I was hypersensitive to everything, his touches, the strokes, the positions he put me in, the angles. I mean, this guy knows his angles. He must've done well in geometry. I do not know, but whoa. I mean, he did this, he did this one thing where I was on my back and he kind of like put his hands almost like in a triangle shape, like from kind of like the top of my vagina, sort of like pointing, like putting his thumbs together, like pointing down towards, you know, my butt. And he like put pressure, like a triangle shape or something, like put all this pressure right there and kind of like pushed everything together and just was like grabbing like my pubic bone and just like really, really hitting all the right spots while doing that. And I mean, I was like, holy fuck, what is this guy doing? And I was beyond wet. And, and then just like, and then, he, you know, and, and the eye contact, I mean, this guy did not break eye contact. He wasn't, he wasn't like, okay, I'm just masturbating on your pussy. I mean, he, he everything we did, we were so connected. And then, and then we would be, you know, kissing each other while we're, while we're passionately fucking. And that is for me, that's like next level stuff. Like when you're kissing passionately while you're being penetrated, while a man is inside you and then they're, you know, and you're also just like, I don't know, just connecting through your mouths and you can feel the breathing and the moans like to, 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 tasting the breathing and the moans. It's just, it's weird. It's like a different, it's a different thing. And, and it heightens what is going on between your legs. For me, it does. For me, it just, it just, whoa, it supercharges it. And it, it was so good. And then he did this, he 
was hitting my A spot. I don't know if it was because his he is just the right length, but when he was hitting my A spot, it was the perfect hit. It was the perfect bounce. It was like, it almost felt like, okay, let me try. I'm going to try to describe this. It's really hard. It felt like he found this extra little pocket or place inside me by my A spot that nobody else had gotten to before. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it was like, whoa, what is that? What is that? What is that? And I remember just like, thinking like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I mean, I'm, I'm going to lose it. You know, like I'm just going to lose it and usually, and, and come all over the place. And usually I, I feel like I'm very much involved in the process of making my, my orgasms happen mentally, the way I'll position my body or my hips. I'm while somebody is doing the right thing, I'm sort of like assisting in that. And, and I feel like I'm playing part of it. They may be doing 80% of it and I'm doing 20%. It's not very often that somebody's fully in control and I'm riding the, the wave of what they're doing rather than being an active participant. You know, it's really just a different thing when I'm totally laying there and the and i'm 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 in full blown recipient mode so that is what was what was happening and it was just whoa i mean incredible and and i and then and then the stuff i was doing to him like he i could tell he was having the same reaction and it turns out guys so i would see him like all of a sudden like shaking and i'm like is he Am I making him nervous? I couldn't tell if he was having an orgasm or I was making him nervous because they're kept like, but, but there was just like this weird energy exchange that just kept rolling through both of us, you know? And, and then I saw him reacting kind of like I felt like I was, and I was just like, whoa, you know, and, but I didn't lose the, the rhythm or the fiery passion, you know, that was kind of going on between us. And I, I remember just like, I caught, I caught him shaking several times and I was like thinking, okay, is, did he have too much to drink? Is, you know, is, is it interacting with maybe he's, maybe he takes medication and he's having a weird reaction. I mean, like I had all these sort of like weird, quick little thoughts going through my head and then, or I thought, well, okay, maybe, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just making him nervous. Like maybe he's really nervous to be in bed with me. Maybe he's just as nervous to be in, maybe he's nervous about being in bed with a stranger. I am a stranger. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It was very strange. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. Well, when I asked him about it later, as it turns out, he, you know, when we talked about it later, cause I, I was just like, when we were done, I, I said, whoa, I mean, what was that? Like, did you feel that? And he's like, yeah, I mean, we have amazing chemistry. And I said, I know, right? I mean, was that a fluke? Like, what the hell? I just very, I can't put my finger on it. And I'm a very logical girl. Like I'm a, I like science. I like reason. I like, I like rational math. It all makes sense. Like it has to make sense. This, I couldn't get my brain around and I still don't know. It's just one of those chemistry things. And that's the one thing about chemistry that always just makes it so special is that you don't know. You never know. You cannot fucking bottle this stuff. You can't, 
you can't put your finger on it. I never see it coming. I never go, oh, I can tell him, you know, I just, I, I, I was just blown away. And so he, him too, but he tells me that he was having energetic, that he was having orgasms without coming. And that was the first time that it ever happened to him. And I'm the one that did it. I am so proud of myself. I am so proud of myself. I'm like, yeah, you were, you just, you weren't, you were coming, but you were having an orgasm, but you didn't ejaculate. It's like a prostate thing, right? Where you, and so he had said that that had happened to him with the transsexual, I believe he said that happened with him with the transsexual when he was with the transsexual, but it now he, it just happened with me and I wasn't stimulating his prostate. So I did all this from the outside. I mean, I was touching, I was, I was sort of stimulating it from the outside, but you know, I mean, we were, I was doing a lot of things. I mean, there was, there was my hand and mouth and vagina. I mean, everything's going everywhere. It, it was, it was craziness. You know, he made me squirt. That doesn't always happen right away. And usually, you know, a lot of times the first time you have sex with someone, it's, you know, it's okay. Like it's your starting point. You you don't start out at a level 10. And I'm like, holy shit, we just fucking started out at a level 10. So if you caught in our conversation, the thing, one thing he said was, you know, he, we'd never, he'd never been, he never peed on anybody or been peed on. And he had never tasted his own cum. So I did actually, he did actually taste his own cum. I snowballed it to him and, you know, a little bit like, I think, uh, where was it off of my, was it off my stomach or was it on his stomach? I can't remember where we, how we finished, but you know, we were, oh boy, I tell you, I love condoms, but I, I don't know why this just popped in there. It's an oddball moment to place this thought, but I love condoms, but man, they're so drying. I mean, we, we went through, <laughs> burned through uh, quite a few condoms. I think like four or five, no joke. I mean, we were just, we were just going for it. He's definitely my dick type. Oh man, is he my dick type? And so we burned through quite a lot of condoms, but when he, fin- you know, when he we finally got that off and, you know, and he came and I snowballed his, uh, his come to him, he, the look, I wish I could have taken a picture, captured the moment. The look on his face was like, oh, I mean, oh no, like bitter beer face, bitter beer face. It was, it was hilarious. And it, I will say his cum is, it's a little bitter. It's not a bad thing. That's not bad. It's, you know, usually people are very mild tasting, like they just don't taste like much. And every once in a while, and I do notice there is a varying degrees in the way different guys taste for sure. His is not bad, but it, it does have, it's a little bitter. And I, I was thinking it's either, you know, it might, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's a water thing. Maybe, maybe he wasn't hydrated enough. I mean, we did have a couple drinks, you know, who knows it. There could be so many things. I mean, there's so many things that affect women's vaginas, you know, God, you know, the list is so long. And so naturally I'm sure that there's various things that can affect the way a man tastes anyway. And it wasn't bad. I, I have no problem with it, but he was surprised by it. And that was the funny thing. I'm like, well, see now you should know what you taste like men. If you expect somebody to swallow your jizz and want to taste it, uh, you should taste it too. Come on. It's just like, really, like, don't you want to know? You should know. A lot of guys really enjoy the way they taste. A lot of guys crave their own cum. I mean, they really enjoy 
and get into it. And I think that's, I think it's a turn on actually guys that like their own, you know, like to taste it. I think that's hot. So we'll see if he wants a repeat of that. I'm not sure he will, but I'm going to have to, I'll have to ask him about it. But anyway, guys, uh, that, that was just, that was very fun. And I cannot wait to test this theory to see whether or not it was like a one-off and a fluke or whether or not Stranger and I actually do have the chemistry that we both felt and acknowledged in that room, in that, you know, in that bedroom of that Airbnb, that crazy night. I so enjoyed it. And I am definitely hoping for, I'm hoping for a lot of fun with him. He is just, I like him. I, I'm going on the record. I like him. He's interesting. I like, I like a lot about him. We have a lot in common and it's just, it's fun to run across someone that, you know, you spark with in that way. Okay, guys, last thought for you. Imagine yourselves sitting in a room with a microphone, talking into it for seven years straight about all things and everything, personal, sexual, things that make you vulnerable, things you wish you hadn't said, but did, and just you know, a year, years and years worth of talking and then seeing that there's all these unknown people out there, hundreds of thousands of people every month that listen to you and wondering, who are these people? What do they think of me? What do they think of this show? I wonder if they could ask me one question. What would they ask? What would they want to know? Where do they listen? How do they find my show? How often do they listen? These are the things that I wonder about, guys, and I bet you know where I'm going with this one. Yes, the same place I always end up at the end of an episode. My favorite thing, guys, is getting to know you. I love putting these stories out there. I love your feedback. I love your comments. But most importantly, I'm so fascinated by you guys. Who are you? I would love it if you left me a voicemail and told me who you were. Give me a little insight into what you like. We can talk about anything and everything that you want. Super easy to do. Just go to my website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You have five minutes. Let it rip. I love listening and I take copious notes and I get back to each and every one of you personally. So... If you've never left me a voicemail, let's see how many newbies out there I can convert. Because I guarantee you, once you start chatting with me back and forth, you'll love it. Uh, you will make me a part of your week every week. All right, guys. Well, that is it. I hope you are doing fabulous. Everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.